One Word is a production of BFAC On Air. Wait a second here. Let me do I want to catch this song. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to One Word. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're not going to sing this song. Oh, sorry, one, sorry. One we were giggling i am dominic i'm jenna and i am zoe and i am chloe and we are your hosts (laughs) wow that was a that was special that was a special intro (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh no, okay, so it was kind of special because I was just telling them that I had this song. We do not have to keep this in here, okay? okay. But as we, like, so I probably our, will. I want to hear it so bad. So, as, so <laughs> I get so embarrassed. Um, but we we knew that our word was going to be honesty. honesty. Yeah, our word's honesty this month. And so I um, I often think in songs, so I, so I came up with this song. Are you guys ready? I'm so, so ready. ready. Yeah. Okay, think of, like, it's, like, jazzy, okay? All right, okay. I've got one word, one word for you, baby. And I know you've heard it from my friends, from my foes, from your mama and me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't want roses aplenty. Just give me honesty. Do you have the lyrics written down? I do. I know. Because like as the weeks go on and I think about words, I'm like, ooh, a song. And they're off. You know what's really strange? Our listeners couldn't see that. But as she started to sing, the whole room filled up with smoke. And there was like these blue lights that came on. And this guy came out with the with a drum. He's like crazy. Oh yeah. I love that song. It was something. <laughs> I loved it. It was special. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for letting me be a part of this, guys. <laughs> you know, it was just wonderful to have you and sing the song oh, for us today. Great. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Are you going to wear that shirt? <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Now our listeners don't know, but you told us a very nice story today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that was a callback to a story. And let me tell you, it wasn't actually nice. <laughs> but it was honest. It was honest. Yes. A really great episode today. Yeah. With yeah. A lot of, a lot of, I think a lot of thought-provoking things. Oh my gosh, Definitely. so much. We had a lot of nice conversation just between between us about our what we thought about certain questions regarding mm-hmm. honesty. And it was very philosophical mm-hmm. discussion. It was, very, so, yeah, yeah, very philosophical. Yeah. But good, so. good philosophical. Good philosophical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When Is philosophical ever not good? I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, perhaps if we all just kind of thought more in the world we live in, uh, right. we could be a little more honest with ourselves and we could... You know, we talk a lot about that in here. For mm-hmm. sure. And, mm-hmm. and the importance of that nowadays. Yes. Yeah, my favorite part was, it, it wasn't really thought-provoking, <laughs> but I did not know that there was this thing called an honest plant. And it's like this really pretty purple flower mm-hmm. with like the like, see-through um, seeds. And it's very pretty. And I love plants. So it just made me really happy. Oh, yeah. happy yeah. plants. <laughs> 
Wouldn't it be interesting if the plant was like a vicious <laughs> eating plant? You can, like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like oh, Audrey too from Little Shop yes. of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how the song goes. That is exactly In how the song goes. In case you didn't goes. know. Well, friends, this I hope you enjoy this episode, and I hope you will take Chloe's advice at the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, she has a great little call to action. Yeah, really. call to action. Yeah, that, girl, uh, mm-hmm. would be great if everyone just took two minutes every day and did that for themselves. So go ahead and do that. But I I don't think we should talk any more about the episode. We should let them listen to it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, I have one word for you. Honesty. This month's word is honesty. And honesty... Mm-hmm is a word that has been used since around the 14th century. The definition from Merriam-Webster. Merriam-Webster. Or Merriam-Monster. <laughs> Merriam-Monster. We can call it anything we want. <laughs> it, is, it is defined as an adherence to the facts, sincerity, or fairness and straightforwardness mm-hmm. of conduct, or a European plant with purple flowers and round, flat, translucent <gasps> seed pods. I love plants. I did not know that it was a plant. Yes. And do you know why it's called the honesty plant? Whoa. No. You, you know this is a plant, too? Yes. Okay. Wait, okay. So cool. Why is it called the honesty plant? Because the seed pods are translucent, oh. so like it's not hiding anything. That's it's got really nothing cool. to hide. Wait that is so cool. Wow. Yeah. The plant so you is can honest. see through to its core. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Oh, Ooh, you that's got so me right cool. There. <laughs> you wait, wait, where is the plant? Where is it? Um, it is so yeah, pretty. It's like these like little purple flowers. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. You know, wow. purple's my favorite color. Did purple's you know? my favorite <laughs> color. Purple is also my favorite oh, that's color. Right, the purple lunchbox. The purple box. lunchbox. Yeah, it's not actually my favorite color. Oh. Oh. Purple is my favorite color. Purple's my favorite color. Air high five. Woo! Boom. No, you can't. No, they're not allowed. It's not your favorite high color. Five. They wouldn't let me you high five. You weren't being honest. So. <laughs> my favorite oh, color is not purple. That. I didn't get the high five. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Oh, that's that's wonderful to know. Would it grow in this climate? I mean, I think Maybe. if you had, like, it can grow in this climate. I mean, anything can grow in any climate if you have a tree. But spot not in my it. backyard. Well. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Maybe you can <laughs> look that one up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Chloe. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the word honest has been used in English for a long, long time, but it comes from, like, honor you know what i mean because mm-hmm. that's you can hear it they have a similar root um mm-hmm. it comes from the french word honnet i don't speak french so <laughs> how do you say that <laughs> oh um i don't speak french i'm gonna guess on that <laughs> okay well zoe took french and i did not but it also was it kind of had a meaning of a denoted social rank also in feudalism mm. which was the you know sort of middle ages um class system where it was mm-hmm. it was there was a king or a queen and they would own a piece of land and then the people on the piece of land would work for them and they would give them a house and food and everything and they were kind of like servants um and so an honest was kind of a social rank and it did have to it used to be like a social class and it um it doesn't really mean that anymore it's it's come to, it's come to mean someone who is truthful you know you're an honest person you're an honest man mm-hmm. yeah and so it means it means Generally, the same thing that it used to mean. It just is less specific to a social class. Right. So, if you weren't like that higher up class, 
you weren't honest then. So that is, it was just a specific. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Me neither. Do you know when the transition, like, like when it became the honest in terms of truth? Kind of when, um, when feudalism was kind of dying off. Gotcha. Is when it, uh, it started to make a transition. So I, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about a guy. Have you ever heard of a guy named Aristotle? Oh, yeah, yes. Aristotle. So Aristotle. <laughs> Aristotle, he um he he had these twelve virtues, mm-hmm. right? And bravery and benevolence and truthfulness are some of those. And if you kind of envision three columns, the middle of it is the virtue. Okay, that's the mean, if we're talking mathematically too, right? Okay. So truthfulness is in that center part. And I think it's important to kind of discuss these things as we go into honesty so we know kind of where it comes from and what that base is. Sure. So everything in the middle is the virtue we want to attain. Anything to the left in the left column would be considered a deficiency. So Mm -hmm. something that was not enough to achieve that virtue. On the right column would be the vice or the excess, the thing that was that virtue but too much of it. So like take bravery, for example. If If you're brave, that's the virtue. However, if you're cowardly, there's a deficiency and you haven't achieved that virtue. If you're rash, however... That is that virtue to it's too much. excess. There's mm. too much of it. And so truthfulness is one of uh, Aristotle's virtues. So Aristotle says that we learn moral virtue primarily through habit and practice rather than reasoning and instruction. And in fact, he... He believes that, you know, when we're looking for a mate or someone else, we should be finding someone who's going to make us better. And Mm -hmm. we should not love the person for who they are, but who they can be when we come together. And we should be looking for someone who has the virtues we don't have. I was just about to ask Mm -hmm. that. Okay, now I need to think about what my virtues are so I can look for them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> find out Where what virtues do virtues? you have. What are your virtues? Sir? So, to, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to go quickly with all of this. But okay. he he thought that everyone should be trying to atre- achieve eudaimonia, which is fulfillment. Eudaimonia. Yes. Eudaimonia. How do you spell that? You spell E U D A I M O N I A. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I love and spelling. So the first step to fulfillment is to think more. Uh, I think this is going to <laughs> this is going to get very interesting when oh, we get further in the episode, yeah. right? Thinking. Because sometimes we just go along with what the ancient Greek would call doxa and the, or it, what that means is popular opinions. Ooh. So rather than thinking, we just go along with the doxa or popular opinions. The problem Aristotle says is that the popular opinions are typically full of error, prejudice, and superstition. Oh, my gosh. Mm, This is true. So when we follow popular opinions and we don't think enough for ourselves, we are pushed towards the wrong values and relationships. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling very convicted right now. (laughs) So I... (laughs) 
<laughs> I I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Enneagram. Do you yes. know Enneagram? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a type nine. <gasps> I'm a nine. Are you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So as yeah. a type nine, if you don't, I won't go into it because I could, we could have an entire podcast about this. <laughs> but as a type nine, we're like the peacemakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that it says is like, um, we tend to kind of go along with things to keep the peace. And yeah. so... I will almost always like if uh, like I can see, um, you know, like the it, everybody's opinion, like most of the time um, where I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I would much rather this is me personally. I would much rather listen to other people and go along with what they're saying just to kind of because also I'm a people pleaser to like go <laughs> along with it. And so mm-hmm. I often like. I don't know. I guess I categorized it for a long time. It's like, I didn't really think for myself. I have to really, truly like write out things if I'm going to understand what my true opinion well, is. And, yeah. and, and a lot of Aristotle believes we should spend time in thought. We don't spend yeah. enough time in yeah. thought or sometimes even conversation about it, conversation with ourselves or conversation with others who don't have a vested stake in what we're talking about, but just are a sounding board for us to, and, and of someone to kind of play off of in, in, as we, as we analyze all of that. So the way to really do that is to know yourself and it's important to realize and understand that it's not about power, but fulfillment, that life is not about power, but it is about fulfillment and I think, you know, a lot of times when there's dishonesty, it is very often about money or power or some of those, you know, different things. Why, why do we think people are dishonest? What, what's, what is a reason people would be, have to be dishonest? The first thing that comes to mind is to spare other people's feelings. Like, if I'm going to be dishonest with someone, it's because I don't want them to hurt themselves or to feel bad. Like, you know, parents lie to kids to keep them safe from, like, hurting themselves. It doesn't happen. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm sorry. I'll ask another one. So, can you be honest and not hurt someone? Is that possible? I I think that almost depends on the other person okay and i think sometimes it's it depends on you on how you're telling that honestly but i think sometimes it depends on that other person if they're in that spot where they're able to accept that honesty because if you're not able to accept that honesty like that's going to be like that's gonna hurt a lot if you are able to accept that honesty it still might hurt some but you're seeing it as a way of like okay this hurts but i can grow from this yeah Mm -hmm. and that's that's hard Yeah, and you can even flip it to the other way where, like, being, like, someone is, they don't believe the honesty, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's not that the honesty is hurting someone in, like, a sense where it's a direct attack. It's more like they're hurting themselves because they don't even believe it despite it being honest. Very interesting. I Can I tell tell a story? Oh, I love stories. Please do. So this... (laughs) This is this is uh, about a time when a friend was um, honest with me about something, mm-hmm. um, and I'll let you decide whether or not I was in the right space <laughs> to accept this honesty. Okay. Right. So one time, um, my friend will call her um, Min because that's her name. <laughs> 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 um, so one yes. time, 
Mitt and I, we were going out shopping and we were together all day. Like we had had breakfast. We went to the mall. We had lunch. We went back to the mall. We're shopping. We're trying on clothes. We finished trying on clothes. I go to her dressing room door and knock on. We'd been showing each other like, oh, look Mm -hmm. at this outfit. I went to her door like I was all done. So I like knocked on her door and she opens it and she looked at my clothes up and down and was like, oh, no, no, that is awful. I was like, what? She's like, your shirt. That's not a good shirt for you. And I just <laughs> I looked at her. I was like, Mint, this is my shirt. Oh, <laughs> oh my. She's like, what? I was like, I've been wearing this all you day. With you. All day. Oh, She's like, oh, <laughs> No well, that's not a good shirt lot. for you. So, so let me say this about that, and I could be right. There are situations. This is why I asked the question, uh, Chloe. So there are situations that potentially could, and I don't know that it's like in that situation that might have been a little bit harsh. But I think the honesty never is, wear that shirt again. Yeah, right. Aww. Not ever. It's, it's not necessarily about the fact that it was honest or not. It's how the honesty is delivered, I think. I think when delivering honesty or having some type of difficult conversation when Mm -hmm. you have to be honest, I think it's more about the how than the honesty part of it. Absolutely. absolutely. It's the whole like body language, tone of voice, choice of words. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I I feel like that's the more important part. That makes sense. You know, but there are there are actual reasons why we lie. Did you know that? What are the reasons? Do you have them? I I do. Do you know them? No, I I decided to just say it. There are actual reasons. What "Um, are they? I don't know what they are, but mm." no. So sometimes, you know, people in Two different situ- the same person in two different situations okay. could lie one time and tell the truth another time. So, oh, so if it was like the exact same situation, exact same like person, you came in a room, exact same, okay. same situation, but a di- different circumstances placed on that situation. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. There was a brain games episode about that. Oh, oh that's yeah. a great, that's that's interesting. I love brain games. <laughs> brain, brain. <laughs> I love brain games. So I'm going to, my source here is Dan Schwabel. Hello, Dan Yes, Schwabel. hello, Dan. You're a great guy. Um, so one of the reasons could be hunger. Exhaustion. Made, okay, wait. Can we pause? <laughs> yes. Oh, that makes so much sense. Does that make just sense? Not in your right mind. Yes. You're hungry. Yeah. So there are changes. changes there, well, there are changes that happen to us internally that make us want to cheat more or less. And being dishonest is considered cheating, right? It is this this thing that is not kind of fully up to board if that makes sense you I'll know be what honest i mean with you, yeah i'm real hungry right now <laughs> so i well, i'm glad you were honest i know about that. i'm honest about it so i apologize if i no. lie about <laughs> anything today it might happen yeah that's right um so one of the things is being mentally exhausted and it, that's what that gets people to cheat more and uh, there's something called depletion right when our body reaches this state and we just become de- depleted. As we try to resist the temptation more and more, our ability to resist temptation diminishes. The more we're depleted, we eventually give in. That okay. This is a dark place for my brain to go, but it reminded me of, you know, like in like early USSR and like Russia mm-hmm. and stuff. And in those scenarios, in like Stalinist Russia, they would 
like torture people until they confessed even though they were not true confessions they mm-hmm. would just torture them and torture them and torture them until they were like fine i did it i did it and they would like they were so depleted that they finally just gave in yeah wow yeah that's that's terrible it's <laughs> terrible <laughs> and that goes back to the opposite of aristotle that goes to power in right. some way mm-hmm. power was necessary there so so that's one of the things. Mm-hmm. It's that depletion, that exhaustion, right? The other one is environmental influences. And so he actually did a study, right? He gave these people math questions, 20 of them. And he said, okay, do the math questions. We'll give you time. Go over to the shredder. Remember how many you did? Put it in the shredder. Then come and tell us. They didn't give them enough time. They only gave them five minutes to complete the task. Then they did the same exact thing. And this time they said, for every one... You get a dollar. For everyone, you get a dollar. Same thing, though. Do them. Walk over to the shredder. Put them in the shredder. But remember how many you did so you can get your money. Things Mm -hmm. look different when it's all about that bread. They did. They looked different. Mm -hmm. Um, They had manipulated the shredder so it was only shredding on the outside. (gasps) So they could go back and actually count. And when uh, when it was no money involved... Mm -hmm. People were more honest. When there was money involved, now remember they gave them a short amount of time. When there was money involved, people on average answered four, but said six. Wow. Wow. Yes. So the distance to money influences when someone is more or less likely Mm. to be honest or dishonest. Isn't that? Just amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be honest, money, power, don't aren't, aren't they kind of in the basket we have in the yeah. middle of the table? Right. They're kind of similar things. Yeah. So I found that very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Again, things that, I don't know, I, I think it's, I, <laughs> the fact that people researched this about like honesty and dishonesty and, you know, there are different things that, that lead to those factors. I find that so fascinating. <laughs> And also, do you kind of want to be like a guinea pig in those things? Like, yeah. like put me. I always me, think that'd be so fun, right? Like, so how would I react in those moments? Mm-hmm. Well, how would you react? What I do you think? Know. Well, would you be honest? If there? I, I mean, if I'm hungry and I'm <laughs> mentally mentally depleted, and you're close to money, and I'm close to money, we might have a problem. No, well, let's just put this out there then, too, right? It'd been interesting if this went one far, one step farther, right? What if the next time they do it, the amount is a hundred dollars per answer? People are gonna yeah. lie so fast. Does yeah. that go up? You know, I would like to think that I would be honest in every situation. I would like to think. Is that. it necessary to be honest in every situation? Ooh, now there's fun. a question. That's a good question. I don't know. I. Is it morally important to be honest in every situation? That's it. That, that one's difficult because sometimes you have to soften the blow by lying like sometimes the damage of the truth would do way more harm than like a lie interesting interesting so and i'm going to oversimplify here there's another guy his name is plato hey plato hey plato not not the stuff not plato not play-doh Plato. 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 I read somewhere um, that his name was Plato because it meant like muscles or something because he was a wrestler. And so then it was like, Plato's the rock. Isn't that funny? That is funny. 
I don't know if it's true. I don't know. It doesn't matter if it's true right now. The word isn't Plato. So, <laughs> so Plato discusses more about honesty and self being the most important thing. That we are able to be honest with ourselves primarily. And that is what can make us an authentic person. Mm. Mr. Make, Mr. Right? Rogers believes the same thing. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. What does Mr. Rogers say about it? Mr. Oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, can I just tell you that Mr. Rogers is like one of my favorite people of all time. I love him so much. <laughs> and I very much want to be like him. And I have a bumper sticker. I saw him live him. in concert. Shut what? up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love Mr. Rogers so. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like gonna start crying talking about Mr. Rogers. Um, Mr. Rogers also believed that, and he he believed that, um, like as children, you know, he wanted to be as honest to children as possible because he wanted them to be honest with themselves too, and especially mm-hmm. when you when you're thinking about feelings, like not hiding any of those things, but being true to yourself. I'm in true with with what mm-hmm. you're given. Oh. Also, a, a quote that he said, honesty is often very hard. The truth is often painful, but the freedom it can bring is worth the trying. And that's what he wanted for everybody. I think I think yeah. the, the freedom word in there is very crucial because mm-hmm. it is extremely important. It, mm-hmm. it is. The truth is freeing. It can be scary, but I think it is much more freeing than living under the tyranny of lies mm-hmm. or yeah. the constant feeling that everything around you is fake or inaccurate, Mm. which I don't know. Maybe it's kind of a world we live in technologically sometimes, you know? Um, Okay, sorry. You were talking about Plato. No, that's okay. But Plato thinks that it is impossible to be honest, and it is not morally required. To be honest at all times. I don't like that. But what is important is that you are honest with yourself. It's so difficult being honest with yourself, though. It is so hard being honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm more honest with other people than I am with myself. Yeah, and sometimes, like, I've been also, like, that's something I've been working on more recently is just being honest with myself and, like, not invalidating what I think or what I feel. And Mm -hmm. that's been, like, it feels more difficult to me than just, like, telling my friend the truth. Like, personally, I think that I'm pretty honest and I try, like, actively, like, to tell the truth in all situations because I want people to tell me the truth. So it's like, mm-hmm. give what you want to get, right? right? Yeah. But I find myself like, you know, lying to me more than I lie to anybody else. And that's, mm. I mean, it's difficult. Well, with Plato, you've got to be honest to yourself first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honest to yourself brings authenticity to who you are. Mm. But I, So this might make you feel a little bit better, Jenna. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So let's just say that, you know, someone that you're, you're dating or you're married to asks you what you've done over the past week. Does that mean that you have to report everything that you have done? No. My mother would say yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> My right, father would but, say no. <laughs> but Plato would say, not only do you not have enough time to do that, <laughs> but there is no way for you to actually recall all of the details about everything that you mm-hmm. have done, right? Yeah. Should, so and then they ask this question. Should you also talk about the surprise party you're planning for that person? Ooh. Right? So it is not 
So that would be honest. Yes, everything you did. I've been planning you a surprise party. It ruins a surprise. It ruins the surprise. Well, so we're going to have a no surprises rule. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Plato comes from when Plato is saying it is not morally required to be honest at all times. Did, this okay. is gonna. This is gonna be a ridiculous question. Go with it. I okay. love ridiculousness. Do you think they had surprise parties back in Plato's day? <laughs> Maybe. I like. I like to believe that they did. All right. <laughs> Yes, yeah, they did. <laughs> I don't think they said surprise, surprise. though. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Plato just runs in. <laughs> yeah, just completely runs in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you don't have to. I'm just like envisioning that. now Plato <laughs> running in somebody in his like toga, <laughs> saying surprise, surprise. In whatever language he spoke. So l- let me ask you this question then. Yes, sir. What what do we see as the value of honesty? How do we as a society value, value honesty today? I think we like to say that we value honesty. I think that we all like to believe that honesty is something that is important for everyone, but especially mm-hmm. with social media and how much we use that and how quickly fake news is spread on social media. I don't think that it truly is something we value because if it if it was, then we would have more people actively trying to stop the spread of fake news. But that's just not happening. That is to- When I was researching um, the fulfillment of Aristotle and whatnot, that's ex- mm-hmm. when we talk about doxa and the popular opinions, mm-hmm. I totally yeah. think of social media. Yeah. yeah. It makes me totally think that the popular opinions, and then what happens is people don't think more, think for themselves, yeah. and they end up following these popular opinions yeah. that are full of as... Aristotle would right. say that are often full of errors, prejudice, and superstition. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not doing it, like they're not thinking. They're not doing like you can hear an opinion, but then or see something, and then then you should go and do that research. <laughs> yes, yeah. you should then right. go think about it, happening. have that conversation about yeah. it, yeah. right? This is I I am not on social media very much anymore because it just became too much. There no. were too, <laughs> it was too negative. There was too many lies. There was too it was just all too much. And it became one of those things where it mentally exhausted me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't, I can't continue doing this right now. I yeah. don't think social media is bad. Just saying that. I feel like somebody would be like, you think social media is horrible. Yeah, it's no. great. And there's great stuff out there. Oh, but yeah. I think there's, it is. Oh, you just oh, have to so be great. very... Um, in- <laughs> what did you say? That was total sarcasm. Uh, I, it so <laughs> I think you just have to really be um, vigilant about, okay, like what you're seeing and not just buying into what, you know, people are saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I, I interrupted you a little bit, yeah. Zoe. When That's I, right. yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> so go, go, keep going. I, I was just gonna say. So there's a documentary on Netflix called Social Dilemma. If mm-hmm. you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It's essentially the people. So the um, creators of like social media, such as Twitter, Pinterest, mm-hmm. Instagram, like the head CEOs who have like left the company, coming out and saying that like, yeah, we messed up. And we have created this thing that is taking over society. And it's like 
like completely destroying everything mm. and um back to the whole like uh, like following the popular opinion i think that as humans we all just want to be loved like we want to we want to feel accepted into whatever society or group or school like whatever it is we just all want to be loved and accepted and on social media it's shown that if you look like this or you act like this or you think this then someone will love you someone out there will love you someone will accept you so we all slowly like trickle into this line of thinking that if we believe this way someone's going to love us instead of just being honest with ourselves and having that our own authenticity opinions. Yeah. yeah that's the doxa yep mm-hmm. we get sucked into the doxa and that is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Those those pictures of those people are are not honest. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what a human being looks like. I think the thing about social media is that so many people find communities where they do feel loved. Yeah, and then that goes too far. That goes to a place into an extreme where all they want is that validation, and then oh. they don't have you know their their real life validation and their mm-hmm. real life honesty with themselves because they're just living this like not honest version of themselves online. Yeah. yeah. And but I think again, authenticity, th- right. not living that they don't know themselves enough exactly. because they don't think what they think enough and mm-hmm. they follow the doc. So go ahead. I was going to say, I think love is a, it's a whole nother word that we could dive deep into, but I think yeah. that that term in general, it's, it means so many different things. And I don't know necessarily if the love that you feel with a community on social media is, real love because if there's no honesty there's no solid foundation for those emotion and those feelings to be built off of because they're lies it's there's nothing there so i'm i am not saying that like social media can't provide comfort and it's an always a negative thing but it's just i think that we as society hold that and what we see on it on such a high platform that it's damaging all of us yeah and there needs to be a good balance between okay this is Here's my social media life. Here's my real life. And yeah, being yeah. able to... Of really understanding what it is. Yeah. That is not life. Yeah. the but That's not what's real. Right. And you can take part of it. You can get fulfilled. You know, you can have those things. Like, you want to do things that you enjoy. You want to be a part of things you enjoy. But not having that completely take over your persona when that's not what you are and what you're your life is yeah yeah Yeah. you use the word persona because that's very interesting because i didn't even use the word persona but that is when we talk about the authentic self Mm -hmm. that he uses the word persona Mm -hmm. and 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 who you are as a persona that so it's it's interesting you came up with that on your own but the brain is very interesting oh i love the brain you know when you anatomy right now i I might go into neurosurgery maybe it's just it's a possibility That's fun i didn't realize you were talking about like the part of our body i thought you were <laughs> what? what else is the like 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 the cartoon character yeah. pinky on the brain yeah. <laughs> i was like i love the brain too it's always trying to take over the world yes. <laughs> whoa yeah totally always trying to take over connections the world. So let's talk about the brain for just a second okay. here, okay? And the lies, because you were talking about love and you get that from, yeah. you know, social media and whatnot. So let's talk about a cartoon. Okay. Ooh. Do, do we remember? Do we get to pick? 
No. <laughs> as long as it is Pinocchio, yes, you ah, get to pick. Can you I, pick? Oh, good. I wanted Pinocchio. Great, Pinocchio. So we all know about the boy tells lies, the nose grows. Pinocchio. Right? Well, it turns out that that is not very far from the truth. Really? Our lie. noses grow? Our noses don't necessarily grow, but our nose changes in temperature. What? Yes. Touch your nose. Yeah. <laughs> My name is I Rebecca. Think, is I think we would be more <laughs> successful if we had a uh, thermal uh, thermal camera instead of just touch your nose okay. to see if Dang. it is. Oh, I'm just going to keep touching my nose while we're talking. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the, the, the temperature of your nose and the muscles and the inner eyes raise when you tell a lie. It is mm. the brain element called the insula or insular cortex is activated and it heats up that part of your body. So researchers did a whole study. They put up thermal cameras and they can actually see what? when you are lying. Somebody show me a picture. Yeah. I have artwork wow. here, wow. right? And so you can see that the nose will, you can't see at home, but you'll just have to trust me that this is accurate. That Google I'm it. It's from Popular Science. That's the source there. Popular Science. Popular right? Science. Um, so it's, the brain does that. Mm -hmm. The brain does that to us. Why? Why do you think it shows the nose? You know, they, they, they address that in here. They don't really know. Huh. Interesting. They say they don't know why it does that, but My first thought that. is like, um, like you know that you're lying, and so you're like embarrassed. Like your face heats up just because be. you're like, oh, they're gonna, they can tell that I'm lying. Yeah, could be. So is this a lie detector? What, uh, are lie detectors accurate? Well, okay. Yeah. So I don't know much about lie detectors, but if I'm going to continue to talk about shows I've seen on Netflix, yeah. <laughs> there was once the show on Netflix and they took it off after a couple months because it was a little controversial, but it was called Life Hacks. And I- Life Hacks? Li like Life Hacks. Okay. Like, like you're going to hack your life. Okay. And there was one about um, lie detectors. And I don't know how accurate it is because I don't, I am not actively like hooked up to a lie detector test. You're not? No. No, I'm mm. sorry. We man. didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. We should have. That would have been interesting. <laughs> but they said in the um, the show that a way to get rid of the, the lie marks on the test is if you like squeeze your butt, it like has something to do with the nerve impulses that it won't show up on the lie detector test that you were lying. So they like went through this whole process and like showed they hid some guy's keys and then they like asked him questions and it essentially like proved that you were able to lie through the lie detector test which i don't know how accurate that is but i think about that a lot because i'm like okay well then how this show on netflix comes out and then everyone sees this and then maybe a possible criminal is watching it then do yeah. they like get away with the lie detector test like i don't know how accurate it is i say they do that's what i would think they they would right yeah right? everybody's just squeezing their butts <laughs> <laughs> their own <laughs> right, <they're>, to clarify <laughs> Yes. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so we started out talking about the value of honesty, right? And, and that led into social media. Mm -hmm. So I, I read a Harvard Business Review article that talks about the value of honesty in business. And I'm going to, uh, this is just a quote from the Harvard Business Review. Okay. Honesty is the best policy. 
but their evidence seems weak. Though extensive interview, uh, through extensive interviews, we hope to find data that would support this theory and thus perhaps encourage higher standards of business behavior. To our surprise, our pet theories failed to stand up. Treachery, we found, can pay. Mm. There is no compelling economic reason to tell the truth or keep one's word. Punishment for treacherousness in the real world is neither swift nor sure. Well, and yeah, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's like, yeah, you definitely when you're thinking about that business world and when you're thinking about that, I mean, there are so many people out there who don't get caught when they're doing treacherous things who mm-hmm. they, they have an way. example in this review here. Mm-hmm. They they specifically talk about the Exxon Valdez. Do you you, you remember yes, that what that is? The this. big oil spill up by Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Exxon was uh, wanting to put it in uh, put in this uh, tanker terminal, they claimed that they were going to, you know, they had an 1,800-page contingency plan and all this these precautions that they were going to take and whatnot, and they didn't do any of them. They promised the people that they were going to, and they never did any of them. So when 240,000 barrels of oil fell into the water. Well, it didn't really fall into the water. Mm-hmm. And they um, they went to, to get all of this, the, the equipment to do it, to clean it up. It wasn't there because it cost too much. Mm-hmm. So back to money. Back to money, yeah. right? You know? Well, and that's like, I don't know. Honesty, and I think the thing is, honesty does not physically Like when you're thinking about it in terms of um, uh, like attributes like that, you're not like money and stuff is not going to come. You might lose things being honest, but you're going to gain internal peace being honest. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really interesting because the entire time that I was researching all of this, that's what every single one, no matter if it was back to Aristotle and Plato, or if it was to the Exxon Valdez or any of these other things, they talk about how honesty and good virtue, those good virtues and morals, Mm -hmm. they are for the long haul. Yeah. That is the good decision for the long haul, but how sometimes as humans we see the now and we, we go for that. for that money or that power in the now, even though we know what is good for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. What is it that will get us as a society to understand where it's important to be honest? Why do we have to look back and see 30, 40, 50 years into the past to be able to understand the value of truthfulness and honesty? Why can't we, as a society, think more about what we see or read or hear or engage in on social media? Why can't we see it, go back to knowing who we are, think about it, converse about it, and come up with the truth of that? Why do we so often go down that doxa, those common 
popular opinions, which can be fraught when we don't put them through our own lens. They're fraught with that error and prejudice and superstition. We have been given a brain. We can think. We can analyze. We should know what is truthful, what is honest, what the value of it is. And no matter, especially on the big points, be able and willing to be honest not only with ourselves, but in the face of honesty among those we surround ourselves with. Take the risk to be honest with them. And that's what it is, taking that risk taking that risk i think that all of our listeners you guys out there at home wherever you are should maybe take some time today i'm gonna take some time today after filming after recording this and just you know maybe think about those questions dominic was asking think about why we don't always why we aren't always honest with ourselves or with others and why sometimes we follow opinion public opinion before our own just take some time think think with yourself if we can have one person do that i think I think this episode was a success then. I agree. Well, we thank you all for joining us today. Um, I am Dominic. I'm Jenna. I am Zoe. And I'm Chloe. And you have been listening to One Word. One Word. One Word. One word. It paid off. Today was the day. Hey, it was the day. Our word for next month, be sure to tune in, is romance. I am so excited. Romance is my favorite word out of all of the words. favorite word. Happy Valentine's Day. It will be a happy Valentine's Day in February. I don't know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for joining us. We will see you. Well, we won't see you. We won't see you. No, but you'll hear us again. We're going to talk at you. Next month. <laughs> hey, you listen. See you then. One word is a production of BFAC on air.